Welcome to the Great Stories Podcast. You are listening to another episode of my Locked In series. Uh, And this is basically while the world appears to be shut down. When I started this, I didn't realize that was going to be the case. I didn't think it would be going on week number six. But uh, my goal was just to provide uh, a little bit of scriptural sharing to hold myself a little bit accountable to open the Bible and uh, just do that during the quarantine. I, I've been asked some questions because in the first episode and in the second one, maybe I said I'd be doing this every day. Uh, I didn't realize how busy I would be. In fact, I'm uh, my the trucking job is considered essential and the church job is just really weird. We're working on a lot of strange things and strange hours and so I wasn't, I wasn't able to keep up with the uh, everyday bit. And uh, just honestly, and I, I think I said this a couple episodes ago, um, uh, you know, and, and the Great Stories podcast and what I do here is this is just all about being real and authentic. And, uh, you know, if, if you've done me the honor of actually putting headphones on or, or choosing to listen to anything I have to say, I think the, the least I could do is be genuine and honest with you uh, on the, the show. And quite frankly, I have been in a royally grouchy mood lately and I just have not felt like doing this. Uh, cause I don't want to come on here and just pretend to be all, you know, great stories podcast. And you know, I, I don't want it to be like that. I want this to be a real outlet. It's my show. I'm not beholden to anybody. I'm not doing this for money. My hope is that I can bless, uh, other people with what I have to say. And I, I just honestly haven't felt like doing it. Uh, life has been weird. It's been hard. You know, I'm still working both jobs, but they're both different. Every single human relationship that I have is different, as it is with many of you. Uh, just being home a lot more is different. My productivity is different. My sleep schedule is different. <laughs> My workout schedule is different. Everything is different, and it's really weird, and I don't like it. Uh, you know, the 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 portion of myself that's introverted is totally satisfied. <laughs> it's done. We're full. Uh, but the, the part of me that loves people and loves community and, you know, hugs a couple hundred people on Sundays, like, uh, I'm starving, I'm hurting and then, and it's not fun. I don't like this. So I'm, I'm hoping sooner than later, uh, we can begin returning to normal. My, the, the, the best that I'm hearing is like, Hey, so, you know, those who are healthy and just not at risk and all that. Let's continue to be reasonable and just the way we conduct ourselves. Wash our hands, you know, stay away, don't touch your eyeballs, just be careful. But those who are healthy and, and can work and, and are willing to go out and take the risk, like, let's let them do that. And I'd be one of those. But if you're, you know, an at-risk person, you know, in this category of folks that seem to be really affected, like, maybe stay inside. But I'm looking forward to those who can and are willing, you know, to be out and about again. Like, I want to get there. <laughs> I want to get there bad. And just in the meantime, it's just been making me grumpy. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, the funds are tight, relationships are strained, and I, um, I feel like I'm clawing and scratching in a lot of ways to try to maintain uh, what's out there. Anyway, all that to say, I haven't really felt motivated to get on the mics, but uh, tonight, uh, I do. Or I should say today. You're listening to this the, the next day after I recorded it. So, neener neener, I get the first dips. 
Uh, normally, what, what I do on this show is uh, I sit across the table from another human being and I basically interview them about their life. I hear their life story, figure out what makes them tick, what makes them who they are. Uh, most importantly, like how did they come to know Christ and what has it looked like in the context of their life to follow this real uh, and active living Christ. And it's been so dramatic, such a blessing to be able to hear people's stories. Uh, I got one fella who is willing to uh, come on and be interviewed next week. So we got an actual interview coming up and uh, we're going to have to be a little bit further apart than normal. And he's requested that we wear, uh, you know, masks, which is reasonable. So we're going to do that, but we're going to get an interview in. I can't wait. Oh, you're going to love it. It's a local church planter, uh, really awesome guy, super guts, just had a baby, you know, starting a church, just amazing. You know, he's got, he's got some guts. So anyway, I won't tell him before this podcast, but that's happening this week. Uh, Right now, if you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, we're going to jump way back into the book of Judges. <laughs> yes, Judges. And we're going to read a very obscure little passage in chapter 12 of the book of Judges, uh, verses 7 through 15. Now, this this comes out of uh, my own effort now. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I started reading the Bible from Genesis. And my goal is to actually get through it as quickly as possible while while digesting as much as I can, not just speed reading it, you know, to get through it, but like actually, you know, either read it or listen to it. I have a good audio version that I've been going through on the the um, Audible has a good audio version. Anyway, so I, I was going through this and I heard this, this little section here uh, just brought a lot of thoughts to mind. So let's read it and I'll just share what I was thinking about it and just uh, see what you're thinking. So Uh, starting at verse 7 of chapter 12 in the book of Judges. Here we go. Uh, Forgive me if I I don't get all the names right, but, you know, it's a thing. So, uh, Jephthah judged Israel six years. Then Jephthah of Gilead died and was buried in the city of Gilead. After him, Ibzan of Bethlehem judged Israel. He had 30 sons and 30 daughters. He gave in marriage outside of his clan and 30 daughters that he brought in from outside of his sons. And he judged Israel seven years. Then Ibzan died and was buried in Bethlehem. After him, Elon, the Zebulonite, (laughs) judged Israel, and he judged Israel 10 years. Then Elon, the Zebulonite, died and was buried in Ijalon, in the land of Zebulun. I'm doing all right. Okay. After him, Abnon, the son of Hillel, the Perithonite, judged Israel. He had 40 sons and 30 grandsons who rode on 70 donkeys. (laughs) Strange thing to put there. And he judged Israel eight years. Then Abnon, son of Hillel, the Perithonite, died and was buried at Parathon in the land of Ephraim in the hill country of the Amalekites. Um, and then in verse 1 of chapter 13, And the people of Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord gave them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. Uh, and then it goes on from there. So this is a, there's a cycle developing here in the book of Judges that's pretty dramatic, really. And as I was 
I, I was listening to this uh, yesterday in my audiobook, and I was just kind of struck by this idea that if you look through this, so uh, Jephthon, six years, Ibzan, seven years, Elon, uh, ten years, Abnon, uh, how long was he there? Da, 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 da. Eight years. So these aren't very long. And then again, the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And and almost all of these like sections of Judges are bookended with a very similar phrase. It says, and again, and again, and again, the people of Israel did evil in what was in sight of the Lord. And something interesting popped into my mind about this, that it's it's very likely, and if, in fact, I, I mean, it's absolutely anticipated to be true that there are people who lived through many multiple of these judges. I mean, you got six years, seven years, ten years, eight years, ten years. So there's probably people who were around when the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And, and it talks about these periods of time that last for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, where they just lose every battle. They get conquered. The Philistines come in. These other people come in. They get conquered again. And then there's a judge. And the judge delivers them. And they have good times. And then again, the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. There's this cycle that happens. But it never struck me until yesterday that <laughs> there are individuals within the nation of Israel that actually would have lived through multiple of these cycles, at least two, you know, and there's a few of them that are close enough together where if someone was born at the right time, they would have lived through this, like, you know, cycle of obedience, judges, sin, obedience, judges, sin, like four times they could have done this. And it, there's a whole other discussion we could have there about like, gosh, these people never learn, <laughs> but that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that uh, there has to have been people that were were witnessing the nation of Israel again doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And they had to have said like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Like we've, we've, we've seen this before. Like I've seen this twice before. I know what's going to happen when we start going down this road. And that there's like this wisdom that comes in from having just been through this cycle before and uh, just knowing from from the past what to expect and seeing like the same pattern, the consistency in God's like how he deals with this like that. That must have been an incredible thing to experience for them. And I, and the thought that I had for myself is like I'm only uh I'm, I'm 37 turning 38 in July and you know I, I've I found myself saying something interesting uh, a couple times on the phone as I've talked to people about this COVID thing and just my own circumstance and, and this, well, this is why I opened the show with talking about how grumpy I am and all that because that's it's relevant to this that um man you know what in, in my life and if those of you listened to my testimony before I I've actually been through hard times before. And um, in fact, I, I would say I've been through harder times than this. I think these problems are bigger on a global scale, but as far as the effect that it has on me personally, 
this is by far not the most difficult season that I've been through. And I find myself saying like, man, like I've, I've been through that. I'll get through this. <laughs> like, this is hard. I, th I think knowing the character of God, and that's kind of where I'm going with it. These guys, they, they get to see over and over and over the character of God. And the Bible is just implicitly just uh, filled with these examples of God's consistent character. Like, this is who he is. This is what he does. This is the way he operates. And why? Well, because he's God. He can do what he wants. And he doesn't have to change his ways. He does what he does. And uh, on, on a brighter side than the failure of the Israelites is the consistency of his blessing. The, the, the mirror image of that is just that I've seen his provision. I've seen that he doesn't leave or forsake, that he actually does keep his promises. He follows through. He's always who he says he is. And I've seen that in my own life a bunch of times. And I can, I can look back and I can hold on to that. And I could say, gosh, I've seen this before. Like, we'll be fine. Like, Jesus is not confused. He's not troubled. His, his perfect will is not thwarted. It's not like God had plans and he says, oh, darn, what am I going to do now? COVID-19 came. I guess I can't do anything. No, that's baloney. Baloney. He's working. And he will work. His perfect will will go forward. It always does. And at some point... You know, whether it's today or tomorrow or 10 years from now, we'll be able to look at this circumstance and say, like, that's what he did. Dang it. And and now we can remember that for the next hard thing. And just I think just that that wisdom that comes from being able to say, man, I've been through this before. You learn. And if if, if there's anything I could hope for myself is that I pay attention as much as I can during this time to try to learn what I can for the next hard time. I doubt this will be the last hard season that I go through. Neither will you. And, uh, you know, that, that helps me, uh, as I, as I feel grouchy and, and I, I give myself free license to feel grumpy. You know, I, I don't think the, the Bible doesn't teach us anywhere that we're not supposed to feel grumpy about things. It, it, you know, Jesus never says like, stop that, stop feeling bad. <laughs> that doesn't happen. You know, when, when Job's family is gone and all this, you know, and he's complaining and all that, God doesn't say, stop feeling bad. No, he says, stop questioning me. Know who I am. This is who I am. I'm the one who brings the snow. I'm the one who has behemoth, this dragon dinosaur thing. Like, know who I am. It's fine. Grieve. Be grumpy. Have your feelings. That's fine. You can have those feelings, but know that I am God. And that's what I'm trying to focus on. And that's kind of the, the, the thing I've been wrestling with that I just wanted to share. Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure why this particular passage brought that all to mind, but whatever. The, the Lord works in these, these kind of ways in your, in your soul. And so my encouragement um, to anyone listening is just to say, like, hey, uh, we'll get through this. This is not the end. Eternity's ahead. The worst that could happen is that we just have a slow, miserable death, and then we get to be with him forever. Like, that's really not so bad in the grand scheme of things. But this will pass. And whether the condition of my life meets whatever standard I think it should meet according to whatever, you know, laws or, or you know, what we can go around and around and around all day about political things and what should be and what shouldn't be. The fact is that Jesus is still real, that God is still working. He's always going to. He's never going to stop. 
And though the conditions of my world might change and they ebb and flow and my mood might change and, and my enthusiasm for this or that might change, that's all fine. Great. Be grumpy, be happy, whatever. But know that he is God. And he will do exactly what he says he does, just like he always has. We've seen this before. We'll see it again. And what we're going to see in the end is Christ doing exactly what he does because he's in charge. So that's, uh, anyway, I just wanted to share that. And uh, just encourage you, um, yeah, keep listening. Um, we gotten a lot more new listeners lately to the podcast, and I'm, I'm great to have, have new ears hearing what's going on. It's exciting. And uh, as always, if you like what you hear, let's go ahead and share this message. Uh, I don't try to put myself forward as some sage of wisdom. I, we just kind of turn the mics on and tell it like it is. And I invite other people to do the same thing. So if you're down with like this just kind of real raw form of communication and just uh yeah support the show like the apple podcast link uh send the link out to people that you think will be encouraged by it uh, i wanted to see it grow i think a lot of people are hurting uh, for a true message of hope and and that's that's what this whole thing revolves around so again thanks for listening and don't touch your eyeballs